Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. So last night at the Phoenix City Council meeting, they approved all these renovations to keep the Suns in town. Yeah. They're going to reno- renovate the Suns Arena to the tune of $230 million. Yeah, 150 of it's going to come from uh, a, a tourism tax. So allegedly we're not paying for it, but that tourism tax, doesn't that bring money into the state that can be used for the state? Right, exactly. Okay, just yeah, making sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's, 80 million will come from the Suns, from the Suns so they'll take care right. of it. You know. So it, it, yeah, taxpayer funded. And right. these things are always controversial. If you remember... Back in 1997, when the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors was debating whether to approve what was then Bank One Ballpark, right. there was that huge controversy with that crazy guy, Larry Naiman, who walked into the meeting and shot one of the supervisors, well, which was in- insane. Guess who showed up last night to, yeah. the, to the council meeting? Crazy. The Larry same Naiman. guy. Yeah. The same exact guy shows up. And makes a statement. He he actually. You wonder what happened to these kinds of people because he did serve time for that. Right. He shot. He shot her in the in the butt. Actually, is where the bullet hit, and she's. I'm sure it was tra- traumatic, very painful for her. You know, I'm, I'm sure it was. It was like that really hurt. Yeah, no I imagine doubt so. about yeah. it. Yeah. He was actually saying last night, "Hey, I just shot her in the buttocks. I didn't mean to really hurt her." That shows you how insane the guy is. No, you want to hear how insane it is? Check this out. Ready? On August 13th, 1997, I walked into the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors Auditorium and shot Mary Rose Wilcox over the baseball stadium tax matter. Well, how how pissed off do you have to be to shoot somebody over sports? That was him last night talking and making a statement. And he went on to further say that, that this thing they did... Is a is is he called it a bloody assault akin to a bloody act of violence? Yeah, that they passed this, and I was like, I couldn't believe it because I, I, you know, I've been here for a long time. I remember when that happened, and I was like, wow, that guy is still around. Yeah, holy cow! Because you you wonder what happens to these people. He served time, now he's out, and it it reminded me there was an old Paul Simon song. Yeah, it, it's 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 comforting to know that Larry is still crazy. That is something right there. You got a guy shooting somebody in the butt talks. I mean, he's out of jail. He must have to work. He must have to support himself. Imagine if you're his boss this morning. It's like, Naaman, get in here. Johnson tells me you were on the news last night. You you, you said you were home doing work on flex time. Yes. I had to go out for a walk. I needed to to go to the bathroom. Yeah. If you're going to be one of the widget makers here at Peterson Widgets, you're going to have to straighten up and fly right, Naaman. Snap in the line. Naaman, you're fired. Now that's what uh, in the world. Now you got to wonder what was it like for her because she was sitting in the audience as well. What was it like for yeah, her? And I mean, we laugh sitting, about it, but to that's be sitting there and then t- yeah. two, he was sitting two rows behind her. Like if you're sitting down and staring forward, look over your left shoulder at about I don't know eleven o'clock, and there's a lunatic who shot you twenty two okay. years ago and sitting he's there, sitting right there. No, that must be very scary yeah, for her. That couldn't have been fun. So uh, you know, good news, bad news. Good news is uh, he was recognized. Bad news is he was there. Yeah. How could he possibly be there? Uh, she even said after, I hope they keep an eye on him, and we second that motion. Yes, yes. absolutely. 100.7 KSLX, and you have joined the Mark and Neanderthal program, so thank you for that. Lionel Richie must be very, very angry with his son. Very angry. And why is that? 
make trouble at airports. That's not a good deal. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a federal offense. Yeah. Even with a government shutdown, there is a limited number of TSA yeah. uh, employees there, but, I, well, but they're still paying attention. Yeah, well, this is international. He was in London, but coming back here to the States, right. uh, either way, I mean, especially in a foreign country. I would think you so, You don't yeah. want to cause trouble at an airport. Yeah, yeah, Midnight Express is all you need to know to know about that. Exactly. Uh-huh, I know. Lionel Richie's son is 24 years old, and he was not able to get on the flight he wanted to get on. And why not? I don't know, but he made a big fuss, punched a security guard. That's not good. And then said he had a bomb in his luggage. And he was going to detonate that. That's and, really and bad. That's the end of the story right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, good night, everybody. So I think uh, I think you know how long he was detained for. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fairly <laughs> certain that that's that's the case there. Yeah, so, um, but he's a, he's a sharp kid, though. He was able to avoid being brutalized by other prisoners uh, by dancing on the ceiling. Oh, really? Yeah. That's where we're going to take, yeah. it. We're gonna take yeah. it that far. Actually, I just thought it was a d- bizarro story because well, that's a stupid thing to do. Now, here's the guy. And allegedly, the kid's a model. You know, I mean, his life was pretty easy. Easy like Sunday morning is what was going <laughs> on there. Easy yeah, like yeah, Sunday yeah. morning. Yes, and absolutely. I suppose we should put a bow on this thing by saying, uh, well, despite all attempts, uh, he did have a full dance card and was made once, three times a lady while in prison. <laughs> it's very possible. Oh, my. It's Jesse. It's time for you guys to uh, time out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. It's time for time out for Spanish. We've got Joe from Phoenix on the phone with us. And Joe, what we're going to do here for WWE Access Passes is give you a Spanish language phrase. And then it's up to you to translate it. But we're going to give you three choices in English. Sounds doable, right, Joe? Yeah. All right, here comes your Spanish phrase. Construir un hombre un fuego y él estará caliente por un día incendiar a un hombre y estará tibio el resto de su vida. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. Do you need to hear it again? No. Oh, okay then. <laughs> Is that phrase, hey, letting go of a loved one can be hard, but sometimes it's the only way to survive a rock climbing catastrophe. B, the following statement is true. The previous statement is false. Or C, build a man a fire and he'll be warm for a day. Set a man on fire and he'll be warm for the rest of his life. Which one is it? C. It is C. You are correct. It is C. Yes. Impeccable yes. Spanish. Well yes. done. El Fuego. Yeah, you might want to think about becoming a translator for the United Nations. C. Nice. All right, man. Congratulations. You've won. All right. There's our boy right there. He just got himself some WWE Access Passes. That is the event going on before the Royal Rumble, which is coming up Sunday, which is happening at Chase Field, which used to be Bank One Ballpark. What are the odds that we're going to have a professional wrestler listening to this program sometime between Sunday and Wednesday of next week? It's impossible, Paul, because they're all sports entertainers now. Oh. They don't call them professional wrestlers anymore. They don't, but I do. Yeah. It'll still, it's still real to me, man. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Mark and Neanderthal. Now, I must give some credit where it is due. I believe credit is due. Now, Neanderthal over there, you are still doing the revitalized thing, right? You've got a, a whole new way of eating for now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a program that the revitalized people are on for 40 days to help. They guarantee that you'll lose 20 pounds in 40 days. Uh, so I'm like, I'll take like, that back. You're over halfway there already, right? I'm down 12 pounds since <gasps> Thursday. So yesterday, now we get some perks here in the radio business. Yes, And one of them is free food. Every once in a while, yeah. Yesterday, we had a double shot. We had 
Chick-fil-A, and Domino's. In one day. In one day. Bringing free food that was just sitting there on the kitchen table smelling fantastic. I guarantee you whoever arranges the food deliveries were like, hey, you can bring uh, uh, like 30% less food because Neanderthal's not going to touch it. Did you Did you avoid it? Because oh, yeah. I, didn't, I, I, didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't keep my eyes on you the whole time. I haven't cheated on this thing at all. I won't do it. So, so I went home and had a crisp, delicious, red, delicious apple. An apple? Yeah, you know why I had it? Why? Because it's red and delicious. Uh, That's what I had. So it wasn't a... Red, uh, red delicious apple. It wasn't a gala? No, it was not. It wasn't a Brayburn? No. Honeycrisp? No, it wasn't. Granny Smith? No. Cortland? Uh, I don't even know what that is. Never That's another kind of, of apple. I've never heard See, of it. See, you know what? You should not stick with red delicious apples. You know what red delicious apples are? Red and delicious. No, no. They are the peaches of the apple community. What does that mean? They're unreliable. No, they're Red not. Red delicious they're, apples are they, often mealy and and tasteless. Not true. They they deliver on their. They make two promises. Are they red? Yes, they are. Are they delicious? <laughs> Absolutely. That's truth well, in hang advertising. On. Hang on, we got somebody calling. He says he has one word for you. He's calling from the road. Go All ahead, right. buddy. Fuji. Fuji. No, I've never had a Fuji. Another apple. I don't fine know what that apple. Is. See, I don't even know how many this is. To me, when I was a kid, there were two types of apples: Macintosh and delicious. It was red and green. That was it. Yes, right? yeah, red and I, green. I, I didn't even know what a green apple was. I know it was a, a bad song from the 70s that think, you won't hear this weekend. I think those are Granny Smith's. Those are Granny the Smith's, green the ones. green ones? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. knew Macintosh, I knew Macintosh apples and, uh, and delicious apples. Those are the only ones I ever knew. Uh, Gui- our producer Guido just wandered in. What kind of, uh, uh, you, you have to try Honeycrisp. Honeycrisp, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Or, uh, or Pink Ladies. Pink, Pink ladies, ladies are good too. I love that television show that they did with Jeff Altman back in the 70s. Most racist television show of all time. Google Pink Lady and Jeff. Have fun with that. <laughs> so, the the Pink, Pink Ladies are ginormous. Okay. They're, they're delicious and they're. Yeah, massive. but those are expensive. And size matters when eating. So those, the, <laughs> yes, the Pink do. Ladies, actually, they're like. A dollar fifty nine a pound or something like that, yeah, and one of them, one of them is four pounds. Really, they're huge. Yeah, they're, really? yeah, they're huge apples. Well, that's, then that's not an apple. Now you're eating. Now you're eating a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's oh, a meal. watermelon. Yeah, that's a full meal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah what, do no, you do what do you serve I, that with a side of fries? All right, since you're since you're kind of restricted here a little bit, right? And you're eating a lot of fruit. As far as apples go, Guido, you, you agree yeah. with me? You got to got to spread it out a little bit. Yeah, red delicious yeah. are fine when they're good. When right. they're good. Yeah. But there are so many other good apple brands now. Not brands, but types, varieties. Red Delicious, that's a marketing gimmick. They just, yeah. they, they found the brightest red apple and they And the most delicious, with, again. No, no they were selling yeah. it as delicious. And, red and, del- and it's like, yeah. that's, that's like, so, that is so 1974, a red delicious apple. Come on, man. It's 2019. So Fuji it up. There. Here's the thing, though. Variety. I'm not interested in trying new things right now. Right now, I'm looking for things that I can eat and not have to kill myself while eating them. No, man. I wanted, if, do they make an apple that tastes like buffalo wings? Is it possible? <laughs> why? They will. Why stick with a questionable apple, then? Because a delicious one. Because that's... I'm already suffering enough. No. no. <laughs> Actually, it's not that bad. I, I uh... I eat, I eat actually pretty good. Last night, I actually uh, did a lobster stir-fry with some mushrooms. It was pretty good. All right. Yeah, it was good. It was a shot glass full, you but know, it was great. You know what would have been great to top that off? Uh, an apple, a, a red delicious, delicious apple. honey crisp apple. No. Those, Mark those are and Paul in the morning. One hundred point seven KSLX, the unmistakable voice of Robert Plant. I there's another voice that's truly unmistakable, maybe even more unmistakable than Robert Plant's. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. 
Things seemed to have worked out pretty good for the dude and Walter. Oh, what a voice. And it was a pretty good story. Sam Elliott. Yeah, Sam Elliott, whose voice is like a, it, it's like a warm cup of milk and, and a hug. <laughs> it is. It's, it is so soothing. It can put you to sleep. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's, right. it's a comforting voice. It really is. We mention him because... Uh, he had a great quote yesterday. He He's nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for A Star is Born, and he really was good in it. He said, it's about effing time. Yep. You know, and he, and he said the word. About effing time. About effing time. He's been doing that so long. I mean, yeah. he's been in, and I mean, obviously, Roadhouse. He was great in Roadhouse. Yeah, he has no Oscars. His his mustache actually won a Lifetime Achievement <laughs> Award for super great facial hair on screen. Yeah, he's, but uh, he has none. He's got a television show, too, on Netflix, if you're, if you're looking for a show to binge watch. It's called The Ranch with Ashton. Kutcher, uh, don't let that dissuade you from watching it. Uh, it's really good. Yeah and, yeah, and he's done so many things. He's one of those actors. You know, in fact, we did a show uh, a few months back just on voices that you like, you know, people right, yeah. speaking voices that you yeah, like. Pleasant I voices. I don't know if anybody mentioned him. Yeah, they did. Did yeah. they? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was mentioned and, multiple and times. That, and we were just like, yeah, we talked about that earlier. Because he, uh, he, he did the Beef Council commercials. He did Ram Trucks. He, uh, Coors. Uh, yeah, he did actually, he did introductions for Super Bowl 45. Like he introduced the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he'd be a great PA yeah. guy. Yeah, he, he did that, yeah. He was Smokey Bear. And he may still be Smokey Bear in a lot of commercials. Uh, yeah, I think he's still the Coors guy, right? Yeah, I think, I think he's so. still the Coors guy. Yeah, and he's always the, uh, in movies, you started mentioning some, like Roadhouse is a perfect example. He is the cool, laid back guy, but who everybody respects. You know, yeah, like, yeah. He's in, um, remember the, the Cher movie called Mask with Eric Stoltz? Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. The kid who yeah. had the facial deformities. Yep. He's the cool biker dude in that. He's Gar. Okay. He's, he's Cher's boyfriend. He's like the leader of the biker gang, but he's a cool biker. He was in, uh, he was in Tombstone. He was Virgil Earp. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which he's was good. Done, he's done so many things. This is hilarious. He was on uh, Colbert recently, and he was promoting A Star is Born, which starred Lady Gaga. So they had him read some Lady Gaga lyrics with his amazing voice. Don't be a drag. Just be a queen. <laughs> Whether you're broke or evergreen. I won't tell you that I love you, kiss or hug you, because I'm bluffing with my muffin. <laughs> He can do anything. Sam Elliott, he was uh, uh, obviously the Big Lebowski is the one that has made him yeah. a pop culture icon. Yep. Um, which, I don't know if you remember the Big Lebowski. Remember uh, what he was drinking in the Big Lebowski? I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good sarsaparilla? Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. Uh, he, he's, uh, yeah, just, and I hope he wins. Just thought we'd highlight him for a minute. Cause... I want him to win because I want to hear his acceptance speech. Exactly. And don't you dare try to play him off. No. Don't you dare try to play Sam Elliott off. Just he'll let him talk for the rest of the night. He'll sound way better than the orchestra. Yeah. 
Parody is a four-syllable word that we would like to exploit for uh, entertainment gain. little thing we like to call the Mark and Neanderthal. Dumbass of the day. Yeah, you'll find it on the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. And I, I like this one. It's about 21-year-old Malik Mollet. Okay, then. And no, he does not have a mullet. Oh, that Malik, would be great. Where's he, he from? He's a Pittsburgh guy. Okay, yeah. Eh, he still and, might. And sometime right before Christmas, he was in the car on his way to meet some friends. And when he got to where he was headed, Malik was hanging out when he realized he had left something in the car. Mm-hmm. Now, two problems. The car was an Uber. It wasn't his, and it was no longer there. Congratulations, Uber driver. You've just scored Malik's stuff. Yeah, that was the other problem. It was a bag with two pounds of pot in it. See ya! (laughs) That's what he left in the Uber. Goodbye! So Malik emailed Uber asking if they could return his bag. My guess is the answer was no. No. Well, it took a little while, but Uber wound up calling Malik back, and they they said they'd be glad to meet him somewhere and return his bag. Yeah, so they even sent Malik a picture of the bag so that they could, you know, say everybody's on the same page. Yeah, verify that this is your bag, right? Yep. 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 And Malik was like, "Hell yeah, that's my bag. Thank you." Yep. Meeting time was Thursday of last week at a McDonald's, and Malik was delighted to get his two pounds of pot back. He even joked about how surprised he was that nobody had dipped into it. Right. Right. Well, he understands. I'm, I'm sure that somebody had dipped into it. Yeah, the man returning the pot made sure to ask Malik, you're sure this bag is definitely yours? And Uh, Malik was like, yeah, that's mine. Hell yeah, that's my bag. Yep, and that's when that man and a couple other guys who were in the McDonald's got up and arrested Malik. They were undercover cops, of course. Yeah. Didn't even let him finish his filet o fish. No, that ain't right. Which he was probably very hungry for. Yeah, he probably had the munchies too. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great one. Smelling McDonald's in Pittsburgh, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Malik Mollet, there is your Mark and the Enderpaul dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you ever told. Mark and the Enderpaul. Remember this commercial from a few years ago, this one annoying one with this girl talking about her car? You owned your car for four years. You named it Brad. You loved Brad. And then you totaled him. I hated that commercial. Yeah. And one of the reasons was that, talk about naming a car and a name like Brad. I mean, why would you yeah, name your car well, Brad? Well, that's a Brad. If you, if you had a car, if you're, you name your car Brad, I'm smashing into you. Brad. By the way, I know this is... Brad's a fine name for a person, but not for a car. Here's here's something that's going to be shocking and amazing and maybe even stupefying to you. And that is that over 60% of Americans, according to this story I just saw yesterday, 60% plus Americans consider their car a member of the family. Let that rattle around in your dome for a second. And almost that many name it. Yeah, name their car. They cons- Which, well, your car's a member of your. F- look, I look. I was attached to my first car too. I loved it. It was a 1976 Ford Maverick, four door yellow with green interior and a picnic table plank as the front bumper. That I loved that car. It right. was awesome. Best two hundred and fifty dollars I've ever spent in my life. But it wasn't a member of my family. No. Did you name it? No. No. I, my first car. I mean, it did sort of. We jokingly called it the Death Mobile. Right. Only because it was highly unsafe to drive in. This is the one that didn't have the reverse gear, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Nor did I have a driver's door. I had a slide in the passenger side. Yeah, the door didn't open. It didn't open. Yeah, so if you were in a car crash you were and the car was on fire, you were screwed. (laughs) And that's why we called it the death mobile. It was really more of a warning than a name. Yeah, unless Matt Dillon shows up on the side of the road, you are burning (laughs) alive inside that car. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not good. Um, now, member of your family. That's a that's even stranger. Member of your family is what your car is. Okay. See, your car, it can't be a member of your family, and there are many reasons why. Yeah, I've never had sex inside a member of my family. Yeah. <laughs> I've... <laughs> 
I don't leave family members in my garage overnight because sometimes it's hot in there. So it would be bad for a family member. I've never had a family member drive me to work. I've never farted inside of a family member. I've never vomited inside a family member. Well, I don't know that to be sure. These are reasons you know that... Your car is not a member of your family. Not Listen, a your car your is great. It's good, you know. It could be a prized possession. Yeah, you got to have it. But it's not a member of your family. Yeah. Yeah, remember the... the if ro- you're from Apache Junction, you've never had sex with a member of your family. Oh, wait. Oh, stop. Sorry. I've never left a family member with windows up in a hot parking lot <laughs> for hours and hours. That would be mean. Yes. That would be cruel. It would be very careless I and neglectful. I think it's illegal, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've never kicked my family member after breaking up with a girl. <laughs> No, but you've done it to your car. Sure, right. yeah, yeah. I've never tossed trash into the back of a family member. It's funny. I've never snuck, <laughs> I've never snuck anybody into a movie in the ass end of a family member. Right. Right. That's how you know your car is not really a family member. It's, it's valued. Member. It's important. Sure. You kind of got to have it, especially here in Arizona. Right. But it's not a family member. So, you know, so, so hell, even, even Rush, remember the, they had that song about their car, Red, Red Barchetta. Barchetta. Yeah. Red Barchetta. And they didn't name it. They called it Red Barchetta. Right. Which is technically an incorrect pronunciation. It's yeah. a Barchetta. But we're, you know. Well, but but well, now we're but splitting hairs. Now, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, I've never anyway. split hairs of a family member, the name of a family member. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.